Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. Who sucks less is coming up a first time for a few emails from The Men's Room at KISW.com. You've got mail. And a couple from our question, what is the craziest or the most scandalous thing that has happened at uh, your workplace? Guys, I used to do hospital security. One day, the police and paramedics brought in a restrained patient. This guy was over 400 pounds, and he was high on a combination of meth, PCP, and cocaine. Jesus. He had been tased twice and was still fighting. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how they got him on the gurney to begin with. It took all four security officers, half the ER staff, and multiple police to move him over to the hospital gurney and restrain him again. Between security and bus driving, I could write a book about the crazy stuff that uh, happened. And from Iris, the bus driver. You think they wake up the next morning, hey guys, thanks a lot for taking care of me. Do you remember last night? No. No, I really don't. Yeah. Guys, I've been working at a food warehouse since October of last year, and on my first day, 30 feet and nine rows of pallets of liquids all fell down and on a co-worker's leg oh. as he failed to get out of the way fast enough. His leg was absolutely crushed and later had to have both of his legs amputated. I witnessed this firsthand along with at least six to eight other employees. This was apparently the first serious accident in this warehouse since the 1970s. What a way to be welcomed on your first day at work. Uh, cheers, bitches, and have a fantastic rest of your day. And if you can't fulfill that, uh, then you are, oh, yeah. Uh, that from, uh, from Alex. As we move on to the birthday request. Dear Men's Room, today is my son Jackson's 17th birthday. Will you please wish him a happy birthday with an original fish sandwich? Are your penises too small? And Coach Ted telling him about how how turning 17 does not yet equal freedom. Because I still own him for at least one more year. That from his dad out in Ravensdale, Washington. Two Oregon fish sandwiches. All right, Jackson, dad's right about this. First of all, you're 17, son. 18 makes you an adult. And I know you think you're an adult, but wait till next year. Because if you get arrested or busted for doing something dumb, you're going to go to real jail. Right. Not that baby booking. If you can't get charged like an adult, you're not an adult. I'll tell you what. I'm going to help your dad out on this one, too. Next year, you might turn 18, 
You live under that house. You live under those rules. Yeah. Guys, happy 18th birthday to my daughter, Hayden. Can I get a dirty German uh, telling her about uh, adulting? And you guys talking all over each other about how important school is. Don't hold back. Then maybe a big old bong rip, too. I love you. That from Mama. Yeah, in Deutschland, adulting means you can finally be invited to the orgy. That is how we do it. Hence, adulting. More than one adult. Yeah. You know, usually if somebody turns 18, I would tell them to go to a strip club or something. Yeah. But this is a female, so maybe I tell her to be careful of the Jackson fella out in Ravenstead. Yeah, the other flip side <laughs> is that. Now that you're 18, show me your boobies. Oh, uh, let's see. How important school is. Well, one thing I can remember. I mean, school is very important, man. I'll tell you what. I think it comes down just to this. It is important. It does get Because in the end, it's just whether or not you have the ability to do what you got to do. The stuff you learn ain't really hard to do. But just get it done. Guys, my girlfriend has not converted yet to the show yet, so I got to send my own birthday request. I turned 30 years young today, but 11 years in the Army makes the body feel twice that age. So how about uh, Coach Ted with a pregame pump on uh, tequila and the dirty Germans telling my girlfriend how I want my pineapple upside down cake. I'll thank you guys for making traffic tolerable and keep on rocking. That from Angel. What birthday is this? 30. 30. All right. The 30th birthday. Now, look, things are going to get a little hairy, a little out of control. How do I know? Well, you pregame it with tequila. All right? I would say either make that into a cocktail or something else. Maybe you got a sip of tequila. But go easy, my friend. I don't know how birthdays go. You start doing shots of tequila before you go out. You hit a bar. Next thing you know, you're puking off the back deck. Yeah, you want this pineapple upside-down cake, which in Deutschland, of course, is one of the more flexible sex positions that you could possibly have. I would simply tell her to limber up and keep holding her ankles. <laughs> Yeah, I would also remind her that tonight when she's drinking tequila, she has to suck and drink the worm. Uh, yeah. You can choose what the worm is. Yeah, just put this in the glass. Actually, that's mezcal, isn't it? It is mezcal. Mm-hmm. I yeah. kind of hate that the truth got out there. What about the uh, mezcal worm? Yeah, that was a fun little thing we said for years. And well, now it's like, even I know things. But technically, that's mezcal. Well, just drink mezcal. It used to be back in the day that Jose Cuervo would put a worm in their To bottle. prove the purity or something oh, I like mean, that. They just put a worm in the bottle. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was necessary or not. Did they put it in the bottle, or did they find one in the bottle and said, look, if we keep doing this, people will think we did it on purpose. That's like a guy I told me years ago. He's like, when you trip in public, like on the sidewalk, just keep walking the way you tripped, and then people think you have a problem, yeah, and it's yeah. not funny. Have you guys ever seen the tarantula in the bottle of mezcal? Yes, I have. That's something. Yes, I have. Guys, the beers. I drank tarantula tequila. Was what there was a tarantula, tarantula in the, in the bottle? Uh, no, it's awful, and it's blue. Mm. Mm. Guys, the Beers on Me podcast would like to wish our co-host Shane, pronounced Shigs, a happy birthday. His affection for lawnmower beers keeps our reviews grounded and tales of his youth have served as a valuable warning to others. So he deserves a your penis is too small and some shotgun gets from Thrill. Cheers, guys. Appreciate it. Dick. Dick. Fellas. Dick. Fellows, want to wish my uh, wonderful wife, Ray, a happy birthday. Thank you for putting up with me, letting me watch all the football I ever wanted and never The Bachelor. So if Ted could uh, <laughs> give her a pep talk on astrology and also include a You Like That. A thanks from your husband, Ian. You like that? You like that? 
What's her name, Miles? Ray. Ray. All right, Ray. I kind of thought about this one earlier in the office. Coach was sitting there. He's like, what am I going to tell her about astrology? Not tell you the God's honest truth. I think a lot of it's crap. All right? And if there's a guy interested in it, you know why? What's that sex with you? Stop talking about it all the time at the bar. Maybe I'm just in a bad mood because I'm in a bad mood. Not because the moon's out or because something's in retrograde. What's my sign? I don't know. Let's have sex. <laughs> What's your exact birth time? Like, I don't, you want me to call my mother? She's 80 years old. She don't need to be looking at that stuff. She's asleep. You're so approachable. That's what I like about it. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Here you go. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, to you, Time for Who Sucks Last. Steve and Thrill you bring us three stories from the news each and every week. They all suck, but it's up to us to determine out of the three stories which one sucks the least. Now, if you happen to follow KISW on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram, the debate is already underway on Who Sucks Less. Yes, indeed, and let's just get to it. Let us start in England, specifically in Birmingham. And look, people get mad at other people for all kinds of reasons. This one, this one takes the cake for me. Andrew Ridley. He attacked a guy named Max Stevens after complaining that the glare from his bald head had ruined his views of a gig at the O2 Academy there in Birmingham. So Ridley, who's also balding, he pushed Mr. Stevens to the ground after seeing the venue's lighting was shining in his eyes. Insulting comments were made to Mark Stevens. Witnesses say they saw Mr. Stevenson push Ridley in the chest, but the push was not hard enough to make him fall over. What happened next was that Ridley pushed Mark Stevens to the floor, knocking him unconscious. Ridley then straddled Mr. Stevens and continued to punch him hard in the face and body. Well, Mark ended up suffering a bleed to the brain and needed three weeks off work following the attack at a monster truck game. Mr. Stevens now suffers from high blood pressure, short-term memory loss following the assault, and he no longer attends concerts. Ridley, now he initially went on trial in August but accused of wounding with intent, but the trial was abandoned after he admitted to causing grievous bodily harm. He was given a 15-month sentence and suspended for two years. He'll also have to carry out 150 hours of community service and pay about $200 in compensation. Again, not the worst. The glare from the lights off of your bald head is bugging my eyes, so I'm going to beat you to the point that you have a brain, a brain bleed. And keep in mind, the guy who did the assaulting, also balding. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to think. Uh, now we move on. A cleaner. This actually fits in with today's question. A cleaner spiked her colleague's coffee with Viagra. This is what the court heard. 62-year-old Karen Beale. She had worked at Envirograph. That's a fire safety producer for seven years when she was caught lacing the Nescafe instant coffee with a foreign substance. But she was filmed at the factory by a hidden camera after a staff member claimed her morning cup of coffee tasted odd. The drink had blue and white specks in it. Now, police were informed and it was later discovered that two coffee jars contained a number of what they call abnormal ingredients. This included, oh boy, uh, sildenafil, that's the erectile dysfunction treatment sold under the name Viagra, as well as a medication for high cholesterol. The 13-minute-long footage 
It showed Beale wearing blue latex gloves as she picked up a jar of coffee, shook it, removed the lid before replacing it back on the shelf. She'd already put something in. She was checking to make sure that it was still there. Okay. Another clip showed the night cleaner using her sleeve, pulled over her bare hand in an attempt to avoid leaving fingerprints. Now, she denies the two offenses, offenses of attempting to administer a poison with intent to injure, aggrieve, or annoy. Now, the court... They heard they contaminated jars of Nescafe Blend 37, in case you're wondering. They were found in offices belonging to an accountant and a company secretary. Oh, well, they say, look, the chemicals were not toxic, nor did they necessarily cause problems. It's alleged that Beal, who's a mother of three, she, in fact, intended harm. Uh, the jury in a court case, they heard that she installed a covert camera after she became suspicious at the sight and taste of her beverage. When interviewed by police and told about being filmed, Beal denied any wrongdoing, but admitted that she had, in fact, handled the jar. The court also heard that following her arrest, she was, in fact, fired by Envirograph for gross misconduct. So, for reasons we don't know, she's spiking the instant coffee with Viagra for two women. I don't know what Viagra would do to women. I don't either. Probably regulate your blood pressure. So, they're saying, like, look, it's not a poison, it's not toxic, but, but you were still trying to cause them harm. All right, so finally, this one is insane. So a Chinese advertising agency, they're being accused by former employees of moving its offices from the city to a remote mountain area to force them to quit and avoid paying them compensations. Follow along. So in what's been described as one of the most extreme tactics to convince employees to resign, an advertising company based in downtown Xi'an City uh, in China they moved its office to a rural mountain area with very limited transport options. The accusations were made by a former employee who claimed to be part of a large part of the staff who ended up leaving the company due to the new working conditions. The man, only identified as Chang, he said that the company notified them that they would have to travel to the new location in the Quinling Mountains, which required a two-hour commute one way with very limited options for those without a personal car. He says, quote, my colleagues without vehicles had to rely on a bus that ran every three hours and then walk another three kilometers through mountainous paths to reach the office. Chang said, uh, adding a taxi ride from the nearest railway costs about eight bucks and the company refused to cover costs. So the new location was allegedly not only remote, but also like basic amenities, forcing female employees to travel to the nearest village just to use a public toilet. But they say the number of stray dogs in the area made that journey unsafe, especially after dark. But despite several complaints from employees, management refused to do anything about the situation. So eventually, after several unsuccessful complaints to the higher-ups, 14 of the 20 employees, including Chang, they turned in a resignation. Bless you, bud. However, just four days after 14 of the 20 turned into resignation, they were shocked to discover that the company had relocated back to downtown Sheehan City and was actively looking for new employees to take their place. So they're accusing the former boss of moving the offices to make them quit without having to pay compensation. Aha. You see what I'm saying? All right, so we got the three. We have the guy in England who beat up another guy in England because they were at a monster truck show in the glare off of the other guy's bald head from the lights, pissed this guy off and beat him to the point of a brain bleed. It was Birmingham, England. Birmingham, England, yes. Okay. Uh, we have the woman, that, for reasons we don't know, she was spiking her colleague's coffee with Viagra. The belief is that she was trying to hurt them. We don't know what her beef was, but she was, in fact, guilty and, and on videotape doing that. And finally, the Chinese company that moved from downtown to out in the mountains, they got, let's see, 50... 
70% of their workforce to quit, which apparently is what they wanted to do. And after they quit, they moved right back downtown and are now replacing their positions. Hmm. Okay, now, Ted, I think one sucks the most. You have a guy with a brain bleed. He went to a concert and he almost died. Or he could have. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, was I was going to say that one sucks the most. Just Yeah, that's the most. I, I just, I, it's weird. It's like bald on bald violence. It's bald on bald violence. But to me, what makes it worse is... Whatever your reason, you punch the guy, you knocked him out, he's on the ground. But after you knocked him unconscious, you now jump on top of him and continue to right. deliver. Yeah, that's bad. When it's done, it's done. I'm going to say, and the China story is horrible, too, to not to try to get out of that situation from a business perspective. I'd hopefully that that company could be sued for that. I don't know Chinese I'll, law. Man. I'll that's- say the woman who spiked her co-workers, who are both women, with Viagra sucks the least because we did not hear anything medical that... There's nothing in the story that any medical complications would happen. That's true. It's weird. It sucks. But I think that one sucks the least. Yeah, I mean, the China one's pretty bad, too. Like, just, It's pretty extreme. I can't imagine being a female work there and you got to go to a neighboring village. Vill- no. and, and between you and the village are stray dogs. Right. I mean, it's just like it, you, you don't even have a female toilet here. Come on, man. Right. And, like, look, that is extreme. but the- <laughs> A little bit. Companies leaving cities to have other people not work for them is not unheard of. Not unheard of. Right? And then it kind of switches back and forth. Go to a suburban uh, office park these days. But, yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, Miles, I'm with you. I, I, I mean, I, you shouldn't poison anybody, but I, I just didn't think Vagra, unless she knew they had heart conditions, that just doesn't seem like that dangerous. I mean, they even said that. Like, look, it's not time. We... Law enforcement was like, we don't believe that you knew it was non-toxic. It just happens to be non-toxic, so we can't hit you with certain charges, but we're going to hit you with every other charge we can. Right. Yep. I will say this. When I first read that story, I didn't realize it was uh, two women that she had spiked their stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm just imagining, like, going home on the light rail or an Uber, and it's just like... I have an erection. Yeah. Can I like, get rid of it? What in the hell is yeah, going on? No matter on. what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what made it weird to me. Two women with Viagra. Yeah, uh, okay. Debate continues on Who Sucks Less if you follow KISW on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Shout of the day's coming up. You are listening to The Men's Room. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. All right, count up minutes. We'll drink a toast with a shot of the day. And we do have your headlines on the way at 550. But first, quick check out with Mike Hogg and some of the stories and headlines he is not working on. Thank you, Miles. Apparently, many of us have been tearing our kitchen uh, parchment paper wrong. I saw the headline and didn't read it. My wife uses it because she bakes. I don't, so I'm sure she's doing it wrong. Is that like wax paper? Sort of. Kind of, sort of, yeah. I gotta get some. Yeah, you do. Do you? I don't know, man. There's a lot of recipes I see now, and I'm like, I guess I need that. I mean, it would have to be an intense kind of cooking I'm doing. It's handy to have in there. You know, it's one of those where you buy it and you use it for six months before you need more. You'll have it for a long time, but when you need it, you got it. Right. So basically, they're saying you need to carefully open up the box and then tuck the thing back inside of it on itself so that it acts as a a thing to tear it. I don't know. There's there's a way that we're doing it, and it's wrong. I also, I'm sick and tired of, of the revolution that's going throughout social media where Everything's like, you've been peeling your oranges raw. No, you haven't. Right. Are you eating the peel? If you're not, you did it right. Exactly. You're using this product that has been made for this specific thing. You've been using it wrong. Wrong. Yeah. If I was using it wrong, it'd come with instructions. I was like, why are you doing it that way? Hey, you know what else? What else, Ted? I'm sick of these food hacks. Yeah. You didn't hack anything at McDonald's. You shoved a fish fillet in a Big Mac. Right. That's not a hack. It's a decision you made because you like those flavors. Correct. Yeah. People have been doing it for years. Bill Cosby, I know everyone loves him, but on the Cosby show, his big thing was he would stuff his potato chips on his sandwich. Because a Ooh. lot of people take a bite of the sandwich and eat the potato chips. Yeah. So he would just make it work. It's not a food hack. Right. It's what he does. It's a really good sandwich. It, man, right. I've done it a few times. Like a ham and cheese, bro. Seriously. Lay out some lays on there. That yeah. boy so good. Yeah, I like it, Mike. Let's bitch about more stuff. Let's do it. You know what? Here, I got some for you, Ted. PETA, you love them, right? Oh, well, sure. When I'm eating Mediterranean. Oh, oh Jesus. Well, well done. done. Well done. You know Thank what? You. Thank you. Yep. Good job. Good yeah. job. Yep. Uh, I'll go chop it up. Uh, PETA, the people for the ethical treatment of animals. Thank you, Ted. You know what? Yeah, that's that's all yours, buddy. Oh, that PETA. Yeah. People for the ethical treatment of animals. They're coming after merry-go-rounds. This is when they get stupid. All right. Listen, there are Who are merry-go-rounds hurt? Look, there's Horses. things we agree with and things we don't agree with. As far as PETA goes, right? You got to have some respect and all that. But certain industries work a certain way. Sure. But when you step outside and go, you're depicting animals as creatures that children could ride. First of all, I do not know how stupid you are as a child. And now that I'm a parent, you can see where the stupidity is. But at no point did my kids think, one, they were real animals. Two, at no point has my child ever in their lives asked me to ride a real lion. They have the ability to understand oh, carousel. that on yeah. a carousel, this lion is a fake lion. And yes, you can ride it. And then in real life, they recognize it will kill you. I don't want to. So PETA. Maybe expand your intellect and don't assume everyone's kids are as stupid as your kids. That's all. Merry-go-round is more like to me when you say merry-go-round. Think about one in a playground. The kids are spinning. Okay, Whereas, aren't yeah. you fancy? Carousel must about. involve oh, the animals. Oh, oh. Right. Yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what I'm fancy. saying. But yeah, that's the problem. They're riding an ostrich. They're riding a fake ostrich. It is depicting animals that is depicting them in a way that they are used for entertainment and amusement. And that's and that's setting setting basically it's normalizing that behavior toward horses, which they don't like. That's why there's so many serial killers. 
No, sir, because Dexter came out. That's right. And they made it okay for all of us that want to be serial killers to be serial killers. That's why meth is legal. Right. Back up, shut up, and get over it. Guys, right. don't assume everyone is as stupid as you are. I'm sorry, man. There's a certain thing you're like, really? Really? How about Disney? Lions don't talk. They would not say Mkata, Bayata, whatever the hell they say. Hakuna Matata. I don't know. I didn't like the movie. <laughs> I will teach you Swahili, sir. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I don't know why. I took Swahili yeah. in high school. <laughs> Comes in handy in Eden Claw, man. Yeah, you two <laughs> walk in a room. <laughs> Who's the Swahili teacher? I'll talk to Mike. It's obviously Mike. It's Mike. Hey, look, his, I wife, don't know. his wife is from Tawanda. That's close there enough. There you go. Mike, did I you know. get a Swahili badge in Boy Scouts? Or a sash. On the sash? Yeah. And speak Swahili. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn. <laughs> oh, boy. Bad news for those of you that uh, partake in the green. Cause, uh, Canadian researchers found that regular cannabis users are more likely to develop an anxiety disorder. Well, I can't relax. <laughs> well, it's not my fault. It's a whole point. <laughs> Everyone's watching me, man. Right. Well, it... I feel like that's not unknown either. You smoke weed, you're gonna, you get a little anxious, you get paranoid if, if you do it a little. But too it much. also depends on the strand of weed. That's been right? no. I've been smoking for longer than I should admit, right? But there's still some strands are like, ooh, I feel more paranoid than happy. But I know what I'm doing, so it's fine. Other ones, I'm like, this is the most hilarious thing ever. You don't know. Sure. Yeah, substantivas can be like people are like, this is great. You could work on it, this and that. I'm always saying, nah, 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 nah. I like smoking weed at the end of the day to kind of slow it down. Exactly. Yes. I don't want to be a functioning stoner. Unless you pass me a joint, and then I can't. I didn't say I was not a functioning stoner. What I said is I would simply smoke more weed at home. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Remember Weed Week? Yeah. Yeah. That should be coming up. I'm glad to say. We got about a month and a half, two months here. They told us not to do it. So I say we They told you not to put on diapers and try to crap yourself. This is my point. (laughs) I heard what they said. I've taken it under advisement. I talk with my counselors, and what they said was, who cares? There you go. They'll get over it. They can be mad. (laughs) And what you say, uh, me when I'm high. (laughs) And here's the beauty of it, Mike. When they get upset during Weed Week, because seriously, they're like, hey, man, can you guys stop doing that? And we did, but now I'm thinking, let's do it anyway. So they might get mad, but you go, you know, man, you need to join. <laughs> Relax. If, if this upsets you, <laughs> Weed Week <laughs> is for you. You don't need to send out a company-wide email every for year. Oh, What's boy. the old thing, like the first day of a new job, just going stone to sell? <laughs> <laughs> Who came Why? up? I've never heard that. So they'll just assume that's your normal look. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've always argued be uh, mediocre at everything. That way you guys don't ask me to do anything later. Right? <laughs> well, it's hard, too. You get, like, unless you come in smelling like weed, I know you look stoned, but if you're like, I'm not stoned, I'd have to believe you. And a little, do you know, it's my first day and I've been right. blazed forever. No, like, man. trust me. Remember, Hair Club used to get on me. He's like, how stoned are you? I'm like, I'm hungover. I wish I was stoned. Right. Like, if I was stoned, you'd know it. Yeah. That's right. Son of a bitch. I know. <laughs> like, I'm angry. Irritable. Do I seem like I'm stoned? Right. Now I need a joint. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> also a nap. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a handful of things in life that we collectively all go through. However, we just, for whatever reason, we don't ever admit it. All but right. we all go through it. In fact, there's an entire list. The Men's Room Top 10. The Men's Room Top 10. You good, Ted? 10 things we all do. But never admit to. I don't know if we all do this or 
did this. But as my older brother was discovering himself, I would venture into his room for a CD. And what I found on one occasion was disturbing. It was cylindrical, hollow, and appeared to be constructed from gauze. <laughs> I assume a sock and medical tape. And it had blotchy, opaque splotches on it. I'll just leave that image right here. Your brother's like the MacGyver of masturbation. <laughs> I, I, that was before <laughs> the flesh. never said that's what it was for. We know that's what it was for. Mike, I don't know. You asked that question. The only came to my head like, oh, like that one time we tried on women's underwear? At <laughs> 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 Nordstrom? Yeah. <laughs> Just pull it into the dressing room real quick. <laughs> I like this underwear. Do you have it in my size? Damn it, man. I feel pretty incompetent. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you one of the weirdest conversations I ever had in radio. It was an amateur boxer, and he was right below the professional line, right? right. And he's a tough dude. He's a boxer. And he's dead serious about everything that he says. And uh, we're doing this interview. And I said something about what you wear under your boxing shorts. And yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. I put on Victoria's Secret underwear. I think he's joking. So I'm like, <laughs> then I realized his face has not changed. Wait, you're being serious? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Well, you're a professional boxer, so nothing. Uh, but dude wore Victor Victoria's Secret Silk. women's underwear. Silk, Silk specifically. Under his boxing shorts when he boxed. And mm -hmm. the thing is, when you watch him box, he'd beat the piss out of people. He was unapologetic about it. You bet. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to say anything. There was, uh, yeah, was a beast. There, there was somebody, I think it was an improv artist, I heard this story, that he got over his fear of, of, of uh, stage fright by putting a bagel in his pants every time he went up there on stage. It was kind of the inside joke that only he knew about, and so it got him to quit focusing on the crowd, focusing on him, because all he could think about is... There's was, a bagel on my I pants. I have a bagel in my pants. <laughs> they put it in the front or the back? The front. Hmm. Yeah. You had to ask. <laughs> well, I don't know. I would definitely do front, man. Yeah. If you said you must put a bagel in your pants, I'm definitely going to. Well, you can hold it into place. You're going to double O ring it? <sighs> it could be like a little uh, pool floaty for your for the boys. <laughs> yeah. Like a little hemorrhoid pillow? Yeah. Have you ever done that with a donut? No. Oh. Done done what with a donut? I'll <laughs> oh, bring it to oh, somebody. Just <laughs> Serve it up, as it were. <clears throat> so these are things that we all do but never admit to. <laughs> Or maybe we do. <laughs> or, or maybe we do. <laughs> I think I like donuts too much. You ever done that with donuts? But I guess oh, it's not your donuts. She's eating not, the donuts. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we sometimes <laughs> we sometimes enjoy others' misfortune comes in at the bottom of the list. Not sure. You're darn right. Yeah. Especially depending on who it is. Sometimes mm. you see the person's like just dessert showed up. Yeah. Finally. Other times, good people, you feel bad for them. Yeah, it's fact. It's, I think the common line you always say is. Couldn't happen to a better guy. That's right. Right. And when that you hear right. that, we know exactly what that means. Uh, he sucks good. We <laughs> we don't always like sharing. No. no. Of course not. That's why we have to be taught to share when we're younger. Because it sucks. I'm losing out on what I have because I get to give you more. Hooray. I'm a good person. Do I see the benefit? So they've done studies on this, right? They do it, and it sounds bad, with monkeys and with little children. Mm-hmm. Adults leave the room. Will they share? They got the camera on them, and they found that kids, believe it or not, if it's someone they know and are close to, they will share because they want their friends to be happy. Sure. It's a good sign for humanity. 
Uh, the bad sign for humanity is if you're a stranger, like if you monkeys in the land, they actually share. Also, sharing responsibilities. I mean, do you have a closet in your bedroom? Yes. What percentage of it is yours? Zero. Do you have uh, drawers in your bedroom? No. So everything's in the closet? Everything's downstairs. Where's your clothes? Downstairs. So you have to go downstairs to change? Correct. See, that's not sharing. <laughs> no, it's not. Not alone. No, that's no. Be, that's being married to an only child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even as an adult, there's certain times like I'll share stuff, then there's not. Right. I mean, look, I'm sure you guys, if somebody outside a bar, you don't mind giving them a cigarette. No. But if you got one or, say, two left, no. you got to take the bus, so you're going to be like, no, I only got I only got those left. But there's certain things where you got to be you got to be a hard ass. So the kids are, hey, you seem to like the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Can I try a bowl? No. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. have a spoonful of mine. They go, this is really good. I know it's good. That's why you can't have any. There are certain things I have no problem telling the kids. Not going to share. Been stealing my son's, what is this, Snapple Peach Tea? Yeah. This S is delicious. So he got wind of this. And a couple of days ago, I said, like, Dad, you, you keep stealing my, my Snapple uh, tea and taking it to work. I said, how much money have you spent on it? And then there's dead silence. You go, right, you're sharing now. Yes. You're yeah. sharing. I did not know it was delicious. Things we well, all- I was going to say, like on Christmas Eve, my sister sent me these fancy miniature, miniature cupcakes. Okay. And, my, and, and on Christmas Eve, I had some friends over and some of them brought kids. They weren't allowed to touch them. <laughs> I told another cakes in the house with kids, and they're not allowed to touch. No, no, sorry. There's no, those are that was a gift. I told my other buddy. I, I literally said, "These, this is not drunk food." Yeah. <laughs> so they're all for you. No, I handed some of them out. But oh, they, oh, they, I get oh, to dictate. Oh, I get to, oh, right. Oh, gotcha, this gotcha, is gotcha. not open. Yeah. Gotcha. Things we all do but never admit to. We enjoy gossip. Shows up on the list. Yeah, well, we might yeah. publicly condemn it. Many of us secretly enjoy a bit of gossip. You're darn right we do. You call it like gossip if you don't care. Right. Right. So, gossip especially. Like, work, like, everybody's going to hear it. But, like, I like gossip when I know the people involved, but I don't really know them. Like, oh, lay it on me. Yeah. Uh, we judge books by their cover shows up on the you list. You should. It's why they spend money to hire an artist to come up with the cover. Bro, like, I don't, don't I judge don't, a movie by its trailer. I don't think they're just talking about books, bud. Okay, Mike, that's fine. <laughs> well, it's why it's funny that you're teaching Swahili. <laughs> right? I'm clearly making a joke about your appearance. There you go. <laughs> Everyone yeah. has a best and worst friend. Again, these are things that we all do but never admit to. But yeah. to me, your best friend's your worst friend. And I would say, look. That's a, that man, no, no, write it, that down on a meme. That's great. Brother, I've said this publicly. A good friend prevents you from getting arrested when you're drunk and your mouth and off to the cops, sure. right? That's what a good friend does. Your best friend, when you wake up in the morning in the jail cell, they're next to you like, I got you back, bro. <laughs> your best friend is a guy that goes toe-to-toe with you and you still make bad decisions. Right. A good friend, who is not your best friend, prevented you from going through this. Right? I believe that's sure. true. Like, I have a lot mm-hmm. of good friends. got a couple of best friends. The best friend's me. We got stories we can't tell. Okay, but that also means that your best friend might have pulled you into the jail cell. It doesn't matter. <laughs> matter there to me. Because I would have done it with them anyway. And, and my thing is when I wake up and I go like, Miles. Yes. I'm glad it's you. Rehearsing That com- means whatever I did. And I go, oh, my knee. I can't move it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Rehearsing conversations, that will never happen. 
I do oh, that all yeah. the time. What? I do that all the yeah. time. What, what's, what's a situation that never happened? When you need to confront somebody or oh, maybe you, oh. you should have said something. Oh, I do I that a lot mean, after the fact. I thought Ooh. you meant like, how did I end up on the moon? <laughs> or if you if it's something, maybe you messed up or whatever, you know you're going to get a talking to. But yes, you don't feel, I feel like, all right, well, if he says this, I'm going to say that. Or she says this, I'm going to say that. I do you that a lot. You probably do it in relationships. Because, yeah, which, my wife's usually right. Which does go to number two, which is we sometimes talk to ourselves. Dude, if oh, I, me too. If All I drive time. into work, All I am time. talking to myself. It is silent. There is no radio. There is no Spotify. There is no nothing. I am silent and talking to myself all the way home. I do it wow. every morning yeah. before I get in the shower to come to work. Because it's, hey, man, we got a job you got to do. We're going to do. does not matter how you Just feel. yourself. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes, your kids have driven you crazy. That's no one else's problem. Yes, you forgot to do blank, but it's like, let's go. Yeah. Let's go, man. Nobody then, cares. The no- do I want to cook dinner or go out? Nobody <laughs> here. Nobody here. The number one thing that we all do but never admit to. It's going to shock you. All right. It was him. I absolutely own up to And here's the thing about it. Take ownership of what you do. And I say, hey, man, that was me that farted. All you do is get grief. That's right. I'm just saying. All you do is get people get mad at you. So you blame somebody else. Mm -hmm. A ring was found on the coast of Maine Miles, and the owner didn't want it back. Why not? I'll tell you all about it at 5.50. Thank you, sir. Headlines are coming at 5.50. In the meantime, it's going to get tested online, or maybe not, for Profile This. Yeah. (laughs) At 206-803-ROCK, have we made it to drinking time? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 